Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it is such a pleasure to be here with you all today. How are you? I hope you're all so incredibly well. Today in this episode, we're going to dive into being a coach. I want to talk all about what I have learned about being a coach and how to be really successful as a coach. I'm going to talk less about the business side of things. However, please know that everything I talk about today is going to help you in your business too. First of all, let's talk about who is a coach so that those of you who are thinking this episode doesn't apply to me, (laughs) it might actually apply to you because the way that I think of a coach is a very broad concept. So first things first, a coach to me includes life coaches, business coaches, consultants, health coaches, uh, online service providers, course creators, content creators, It's a very broad definition, and I think it's something that's really good to talk about because I often find people saying, oh, well, I'm I'm a health coach, not a coach, right, or not a life coach. And what we don't realize is that they're all very much the same, right? We're all supporting people to create a transformation in their life. We're supporting someone go from where they are now in their life to where they want to be. And that could be something that we can see physically and tangibly. It could be like an outcome or a goal that they want to create for themselves or experience, or it could be a way that they want to feel. Someone might want to move from feeling really stressed and burned out and overwhelmed, for instance, to feeling energized and excited and present in their life. So coaches are always helping someone go from somewhere where they are right now to where they want to be. And that's a really easy way to know whether you might actually also fall into the category of a coach. So as you can see, so many people who consider themselves more to be a healer or to be a consultant or a course creator or even a content creator are really coaching in some capacity. And so my number one love and romance and commitment (laughs) in terms of my professional life is to the coaching industry. Even though sometimes I've really quietly wanted to rebel because I kept putting myself into who I thought I needed to be as a coach versus creating an identity as a coach that reflected me, I have since learned that coach is just a word Coaching is an industry and it's one that I'm incredibly proud to be a part of and one that I personally want to put my two cents into to make sure that this industry is showing up in the way that it can show up in the best way that it can show up, right? So that doesn't mean that I have all the answers. It just means that I care enough to make sure that I'm contributing what's coming up for me through my journey as a coach. And I really encourage you that if you are a coach, that you also make sure you're participating in that discussion and conversation too, because we want this industry to survive. 
I truly believe that every single person who works with a coach will have a better life and experience because of it and only because they will become more aware of what is going on, even just in their mind to help them live more intentionally moving forward. So I think coaching is incredible. I think every single person in the world could benefit by having a coach. And if we look at anyone who's super successful in their field, they usually have some sort of coach or mentor in their life. There's another word, mentor, also in my eyes, a form of a coach. So if that is you, if you consider yourself to be a coach or you are showing up in some sort of coaching capacity in your job, remembering that coaches can also appear not only in businesses, but also in corporations. Uh, When I was working in recruitment for a hot second, I did legal recruitment for about a year and I was definitely coaching in that role, right? I was also coaching for sure in my role as a lawyer. And so it's really such a, a, a wonderful skill set to have because we can apply it in so many different ways. It's so funny when I became a lawyer, so many people said, oh, well, you'll be able to use like being a lawyer in so many different ways. And it's true. You can, the skills you learn, like problem solving, being able to analyze huge amounts of information and then make sense of it, negotiation skills, being able to deal with conflicts. All of those are incredibly versatile. And I would say that coaching is exactly the same, if not more versatile, because it shows up in so many ways. If you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, what's so beautiful is, uh, as many of you know, I've recently started my second coaching certification because I am committed to the industry. And, um, and I've started my coaching certification with the Life Coach School. And what's so fascinating for me there, it's a very uh, different community to the Beautiful You coaching community, who is uh, the the coaching community that I first trained with, uh, they have a lot of professionals, a lot of people who are doctors and have no, they don't want to have a business. They want to bring coaching to their work as a doctor or as a nurse, some sort of physician. There's a lot of lawyers. There's a lot of just professional corporate people, accountants, like it's amazing. And so we can really apply the skill of coaching really to any industry. And it's only going to make you show up better because you are going to have more awareness of how to help your clients or even your team members create the results that they're there to create. And as we can see, that would be useful to every single job that's out there. Not only that, coaching is most helpful to you. You are your number one client. And when we can learn how to coach ourselves as our number one client, we're able to understand why we do the things we do, why we're feeling the way we feel, why we're thinking the thoughts that we're thinking that's creating the way we feel and how we end up spending our time and therefore the reality that we create and are living in an experience in our lives. Coaching helps you to increase your awareness. And really that's the only goal of coaching. It's not actually to have you create the result, right? 
However, through awareness, you're way more likely to create that result anyway. So that is often a consequence of coaching that you will create the results because you're going to become aware of where you're stepping in your own way and also how to move forward in a way that is actually aligned with the life and the way, the journey of how you want to create the result that you want in your life. So the first thing that I want to say about being a coach is that you are your number one client. You have to be coaching yourself to be able to really sell coaching to your community. And remember that selling is serving. When you sell coaching to someone, you are serving them because you are helping them with a transformation that they desire. And that is exactly what coaching provides. So in order to sell, we really do need to be a living, breathing example of our work. Please note, I'm not talking about perfection here. You do not need to be perfect. No coach is perfect. If you hear the word life coach and you think that person is perfect, (laughs) you're setting them up for an impossible expectation that they'll never be able to fulfill. And in fact, it's because of a coach's recognition of their own imperfection that they're able to coach so well, right? Because it means that they're going to look at themselves and be like, hey, let's have a look at why this is happening here. Let's have a look at why I'm feeling this way or this area of my life isn't going so great. So they're the people that are like putting their hand up and saying, you know what? I know that I'm a work in progress and I want to know more about that, right? I'm not going to shun myself for not being perfect, which by the way, doesn't exist. Instead, I'm going to lean into those areas that don't feel perfect. And I'm going to work out a way to help myself feel better in those areas. And it may even be just simply changing our perception of our own selves and loving and accepting ourselves and being like, hey, it's okay that you're five kilos overweight or 10 or 20 and that your mind wants you to be lighter, but you're not. And I love you anyway. I accept you anyway. You're, you're amazing. That can, that is a huge transformation, right? And that's something that we've got to bring to ourselves as coaches first. When you embody the work of a coach, which is to be looking at yourself and learning how to love and accept yourself and learning how to allow yourself to have the experiences that your soul desires, when that is your number one work in the world, you will be a living, breathing example of your work. You can't help but expand and grow and evolve and the people around you can't help but to notice. So your energy will bring people in. They will want what you have. They'll be like, I can see you literally changing before my eyes and yet you're not changing. You're just finding a way to be more of yourself and to own your desires and to go for them and not let your mind come in and be like, no, you can't have these things. You are being the example of your work as a coach. And that is the most powerful way to sell to people. So if you're a coach and you find yourself kind of putting your clients in front of you, or also putting this idea of perfection in front of you as a reason for why you can't be a coach, for example, a number of my clients will say, 
I've got a lot of things to heal before I can help other people. And they use that whether consciously or unconsciously as a reason why they can't serve. But actually, as I explained to one of my clients recently, the very reason that they are a work in progress and that they do have things to heal and that there are things that they are working on and recognize is the very fact, the very reason they are fit to be a coach. So let's ditch this idea of perfection because it's not serving anyone. It's not serving you or allowing you to share the gifts that you're here to share. And don't put your clients in front of your own personal development because your personal development and coaching of yourself is going to be the number one thing that ends up serving your clients. It's quite interesting because as coaches, we tend to attract people who either want something that we've had. So that's again, that's why our own work on ourselves is so important. And we also tend to attract people who are mirroring something to us that we haven't resolved within us. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to resolve these things, right? Like you don't have to heal the things that are unhealed. There isn't any requirement and it isn't necessarily going to be what makes you a better coach. What makes you a better coach is recognizing that there are these shadows or these triggers within you and simply being aware of them, right? The idea isn't to like get rid of all the things that are shadows and all the things that are triggers and all of the things that we think we need to be healed in inverted commas. The idea is to be aware that that's there and that that is what is like motivating you to react in a certain way. So we've got to get rid of this to-do list of healing. We've got to get rid of this to-do list of imperfection that then you use against yourself to stop you from creating results. It's really fascinating because it's very similar to being in business. When we want to sell and make money, what a lot of us do is we end up having a never-ending to-do list of all the things that we should do. I need to show up on all these platforms. I need to show up in all of these different content mediums. I need all of these partnerships. I need to do the marketing and the advertising and all a millions of things, right? We create these to-do lists that we'll just never get through. And and then what we do is because we haven't got through the to-do list, unconsciously or consciously, we use that as a reason for why we can't start working with clients or can't make money or can't receive more money in our businesses. We decide, nope, not until I'm perfect and finish this to-do list, will I allow myself to actually receive? And that doesn't serve anyone, doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve your clients. And it also sets you up to fail because these to-do lists are impossible. And so you don't even want to finish the to-do list. So, But in the end, you're just like, well, if this is what it takes, then I'm not going to do it because you're hustling and you're grinding and you're trying to prove your worth. But you are just worthy. Worthiness is innate. Brooke Castillo, actually, I was listening to something, a training that she's done in her self-coaching scholars program. And she was talking about how there is nothing that you can do in this lifetime that will make you any more or any less worthy. You're born worthy and you die worthy. I thought that was amazing. 
because it's true. Once I spoke to an inner voice, I have mentioned it here on the podcast before, and the inner voice of this person, my client, said, worthiness is a mind construct. Like it's not coming from the inner voice because the inner voice doesn't assess people whether they're worthy or not. So we don't even need a word for it because you just are worthy, right? And that's why I want you to know a lot of people, I think when they think of coaching for those who aren't in the industry or for even for those who are maybe more new to the industry, we think that it's our results that make us worthy as a coach. And then equally, people who are thinking of working with coaches can get a little bit, uh, I can't think of the word, but they can feel a little bit inadequate when they think of a coach because they think, oh, these coaches have all these results. And that's not something that I can see for myself. But actually, what we're here to be is just to simply see our own worthiness and allow ourselves to show up from that place, regardless of the results we have in our life. Yeah, regardless of the external circumstances we have. So coaching does not have perfection required. What is required is your commitment to the long term journey of awareness, of really becoming aware of what is driving the way that you're showing up in the world, right? And having that commitment for the long term to your clients too. Coaching isn't easy. I got to say, a lot of people seem to want to be a coach because they think it's going to be easy. I had a really beautiful uh, dinner party recently with a group of incredible coaches that I meet with here in Sydney. And they're all uh, business coaches like me. They support people in very similar ways. And we're all talking about how we've noticed that there, there seems to be this sense of entitlement that coaching is something that's an easy career, that you just start, you, you go into coaching because it's easy. And then what happens is people realize that it's not easy and then they leave. And that's because they're there for the short fix, which is maybe just to make money or just to work a little bit, right? And they don't think about, okay, I'm actually here for the profession of coaching because I believe in coaching. And they don't realize that it isn't easy. You are being asked to look at yourself and the things that you have been judging and maybe even hating and learning to accept and see and maybe even love those things about yourself. And that is what you're also providing to your clients. That isn't easy when you've got a world around you telling you that you should be anything other than who you are. Yeah. And so the easy option can be to not receive coaching, to not coach yourself, to not be a coach, to not work on your personal growth, which is really your acceptance of yourself. And so people quit. But if you're committed to the long term, to this beautiful industry and this beautiful skill, which for everyone who's called to this work is a gift that you're actually born with, right? You're born to share this. It's You have a natural affinity to it. People who aren't interested in helping others and holding space for others would hate coaching, right? They're going to absolutely hate it. But you, you who are coaching in some sort of capacity, whether you call yourself a coach or not, 
you're using something that's natural to you. It's a very uh, feminine and nothing to do with gender, but a feminine kind of work in the world, right? In terms of energy. And so this is also something that we have spent many decades discounting that we have turned away from through the patriarchal system that we're all living in. So being a coach isn't easy because we've got all of this like against us, right? And I would say, though, it's not really against us. It's in our favor because we are, when we have these tools, we're able to see how we can actually show up in the world in a way that makes us feel really amazing and great versus simply trying to fit in to the system around us. So I just see the potential for coaches in how we evolve as a species and also how we innovate and create new solutions to long-standing problems we've been facing as humans, I see coaching as a really incredible way to come up with those um, answers, right? And so I'm so proud to be in the coaching industry and I'm committed to it for the long term. Yeah. And that makes things so much easier. The next thing I want to say is not only is it commitment to the long term, but it's also commitment to learning about yourself. Coaching is self-discovery and it really is about removing all those la- all those layers that keep us trying to be someone else versus simply being who we are. And so if you are committed to the long term about learning about yourself to this self-discovery, you will forever be excited and amazed by what you learn. I'm constantly learning so much about myself. I'm constantly looking at myself and being like, why did you do that? Or why did you react in that way? Or why is that hurting you? Or why did this happen? And it's not from a place of I'm a victim. It's from a place of curiosity. I'm so curious and fascinated forever by what I learn about myself. Sometimes I'm upset. Sometimes I'm ashamed. But then I'm looking at, well, why am I ashamed? Why am I upset? Where does that come from? And so it's kind of like we're all this little microcosm of life. And it's a way, it's a portal to learn about life itself. And this is everything to me. I love learning about life. I love talking about life. And so every interaction I have with a client is another opportunity to tap into that portal, right? That is just really about learning about life itself. So if you love learning about humans and about life, then coaching, if you're not already into it, might be something that you're really interested in as well. Now, I also want to answer a question that we often see in the coaching industry with people who are either already in the industry or thinking about in the, being in the industry. And that is, should I get certified as a coach? You know, over the years, my answer to that has evolved. Initially, I felt because I was so turned off (laughs) certifications and qualifications after spending such a significant amount of my life being certified as a lawyer, ultimately to end up leaving, I really had a bit of an aversion to certifications and qualifications. I really felt that a lot of them are meaningless pieces of paper that give you permission that don't actually give you permission because you still have to give yourself permission. And I also believe in coaching that the people who are called to this work have the gift, right, naturally. However, over the years, (laughs) working with many coaches, coaches are my number one clients. I 
really believe that having a certification is super important. And it's important for a number of reasons. It's important for your own development and refinement of those gifts that are natural to you, right? So you're going to bring your natural flair, your natural flavor, but you're going to be able to deepen into those skills in a really positive way that will allow you to show up and hold space for yourself even better than you currently are and also for your clients. So many times a lot of these skills are kind of like dormant, right? And we need someone to sort of provoke them, to trigger them from us, to activate them so that we can really become aware of what those gifts are so that then we can go out and use them. So it's not about doing a certification to become a carbon copy of whatever you learn. It's about really learning and understand what it takes to be a really great coach for yourself and for your clients, and then adding your own insights, your own intuitive hits, your own flavor to that same process that you learn. I also believe it's really important to get certified as a coach for the industry itself. (laughs) I think it is a problem that the industry isn't regulated because it means that people are less likely to trust the industry. Although I've got to say, when I was a lawyer, (laughs) the general population has a pretty bad view of lawyers too, even though that's highly regulated. Uh, But I do believe that because it's not regulated at all, it is important to make sure we are receiving certifications and really making sure we're developing our skills and being aware of the issues that coaches face and making sure that we're properly trained in those areas so that the industry itself is respected because that's going to help more people recognize that coaching is something that would be of service to them. And so I'm always interested in how can I support more people to have coaches in their life? Because I so believe in the power of coaching and the importance of it. And just, oh my gosh, it's just the best thing ever. And so I want to do whatever I can to make that more of a marketable proposition for the rest of the community so that they can have the benefit of coaching. So for that reason, I think it's really important to get certified. And equally, when you do receive that certificate and permission slip, not only does it give you the that permission, even if it's just prima facie, but it also is such a proud moment The moment that I got my coaching certification was very different to the moment I got my degree as a lawyer, right? I remember when I was in court, it was pretty special because Lou, my partner, is a lawyer. And so he was with me while I was still studying. We've been together for nine years and he actually got to uh, admit me as a lawyer. So when you become a lawyer, you go to court after you've finished all of your studies, which are, which there's a lot of it, and then you go to court and you have a lawyer move you, say, I ask that, like, I move that this person be accepted, admitted as a lawyer into whatever court you're being admitted into. And Lou, who is my partner, my, my uh, boyfriend, was able to do that for me, which was really, really special. Okay. So that was really special. And I got to stand up in court and be admitted. And it was a beautiful day. We had a big party and it was a really big moment in my life, but it felt to me more like a relief, like, oh my gosh, I finally got here after all these years of studying all this work in law firms and 
all of this sacrifice. Whereas when I got certified as a life coach with Beautiful You Coaching Academy, it was like, I have arrived. This is me and this is something that I am going to contribute to. I owned that certification and I didn't know that that is how I would feel. I definitely knew that this was a very different experience to studying law because I wanted to do it and I loved it and I enjoyed it and I was excited to be a coach, but I wasn't prepared for how how open and excited and I can't even describe it, this feeling I had in my body when I got certified as a coach. I was proud. I was so proud and not from an egoic point of view, from a this is my soul desire being fulfilled right here. And although I realized I didn't need the certification to give me permission to coach and to be successful, I was proud to be part of this organization and to be part of this industry and to show that, hey, I'm committed because I choose to also train in this area too. And that's how I feel as I go into my second certification as a coach and all the other side alternative modalities I've trained in. I'm proud every time because I love learning this stuff. I mean, I would do it even if it wasn't for my business. And I'm proud because it shows my commitment to refining my craft. And we only do that when we are really looking at ourselves in a way where we love ourselves and we we love the craft of coaching. So it's a beautiful thing. And I highly recommend that you do get a certification. There are so many different kinds of certifications for coaches and also in price ranges. One of the biggest reasons I didn't get certified as a life coach with the life coach school when I first um, trained as a coach was because I was really scared to invest the amount of money um, that the life coach school were asking at that time. Funny side note, it's now a lot, a lot more, like more than double of what it cost when I would have signed up. And so I I chose Beautiful You because it was within a a price range that I could afford at that time. And it wasn't really that I could afford. It was just that I was willing to invest my money into in that amount. And also I really, really loved their feminine feelings-based approach to life coaching, which back then was unique and I'm I'm sure in many ways it still is. So I definitely am a proponent of, of getting certified and if anybody ever wants to talk to me about either of my experiences with Beautiful You or with the Life Coach School, uh, I am an affiliate for Beautiful You so I do offer a really cool affiliate bonus when you sign up through me, but I'm very happy, of course, to provide an honest opinion of my time there and whether it's right for you based on your circumstances. So feel free to send me an email if you do have questions and I'm very happy to write back to you. Now to sort of wrap up today's episode, I also just wanted to mention that The role of mindset in coaching is incredibly important. So no matter who you are as a coach, no matter who you're serving, no matter what your niche is, no matter who your ideal client is, it is really important for you to understand mindset and how your mind works, okay? Because it 
is the number one reason your clients won't get results. It is the number one reason why your clients uh, why your clients actually come to you, even if they say it's because they want a, fi- a tangible result. It really is because they want to feel differently, and the way that they feel differently is all about what what they're thinking and what their relationship is with the mind versus their inner voice uh, within themselves. So I would really go out there and learn as much as you can about mindset and the number one person you've got to apply these principles to is yourself so that you can support your clients with the same. So I would go out there and just look up mindset, start learning about mindset. You can start with the mindset series I've got here on the podcast. It'll be linked in the show notes and you can go there. And I definitely recommend the Life Coach School podcast. It's a fantastic resource. I recommend Eckhart Tolle, Byron Katie, Jess Lively. Um, And is there anyone else? Oh, there's a million people. Louise Hay. There are so many amazing teachers on mindset, including myself. You can go through this podcast. There are so many episodes. And if you join us in any of my programs, mindset is one of the number one things that we work on because it's just so important when it comes to building your business as a coach as well. I also want to talk about the role of business because If you become a coach, you'll be certified, uh, hopefully, and you'll be really excited to start serving people. And so you might expect that clients will just immediately show up. But there is another skill that is just as necessary as your coaching certification, and that is learning the skill of being in business. And that is such a broad topic. There is so much to learn. You can't do it all at once. It needs to come in stages and it's also going to affect your own self-discovery and personal development and relationship with yourself. Business does tend tend to bring up a lot of trauma or what we prefer to call it with uh, the Jess Lively community, big emotion from your childhood because we feel like it's really not safe being in business. And so a lot of these insecurities come up, whether it's around being seen or money or just simply being able to value and see yourself as a coach. And this then impacts the way that where we show up and serve and sell and market and receive in our businesses. So it's not a quick fix. It's not something that you have to fix immediately, but it is something that you need to bring awareness to and uh, have as a part of your journey. So the more you learn about business and get support with the business side of your coaching business, the more you're actually going to be able to coach and therefore serve your clients. And that's how and why my trajectory has led me here to being a coach for coaches and supporting in this holistic way with the business journey and growth. So I highly recommend that you make sure you get support in building your business. You can always join us in Create Your Beautiful Biz. That's for you. If you're new to business, ready to sell and validate your first offer, ready to build a strong foundation as the CEO of your business, you want to understand how to have your mindset aligned with the results you want to create, and you also want to work in a really holistic way in your beautiful business using your menstrual cycle or the 
moon cycle, your human design, your inner voice, and all of these beautiful things that will really, really help you throughout your business journey. If you want to find out more about that, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash CYBB. Remember that prices will be increasing soon. And if you want to help in expanding your business, growing it and taking it to six figures and beyond, and you've already got an offer that's validated and that you're selling, then you can put your name on the wait list for LetitiaRinge.com forward slash mistress mind. And you can be the first to know when doors to my very exclusive mastermind next open. All right, beautiful people. The only last thing that I want to say is that selling coaching is the best thing ever to sell. <laughs> it's like you're you're literally selling people on themselves. You're selling people on their potential. And yes, you can make a lot of great money in coaching as well. It is something that people value highly when you start to see the value of what you're offering because you're giving people a, a space to step into their higher self, their desires, their potential. And there are not many places and spaces in the world where we have that kind of space. So it is a privilege to be a coach. And that's why whenever someone signs up to work with me, I say it is my honor to be your coach because that is exactly what it is. We are lucky to work with our clients. We are lucky to hold that space to see that beautiful transformation and stepping in to themselves. And I remind myself of that all the time. And I highly recommend that you do too. All right, my beautiful friends, I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. I have a surprise coming your way next week, so make sure you stay tuned and keep an eye out because that survey is now on its way. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day and I will see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.